All right. This week on one more pass, we have a special Thanksgiving draft edition. We are drafting the best sports movies of all time. I wonder who's going to win this one. And we have two special guests with us. Please stay tuned to find out. Joey, are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm just writing all my Rockies right now. I'm good. Rob, are you ready to go? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just deciding if it's going to be Space Jam or Ice Castle. <laughs> hey, uh, what about Airbud? Oh, yeah. Let me write that one down. Yeah. Golden Receiver. I'm flip a coin. All right. Let's go. All right, welcome back to the One More Pass podcast. And you can follow us at One More Pass on Instagram, at One More Pass on Twitter. Rate and subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you get your podcast. And uh, Joey, Rob, it's Thanksgiving week. Are y'all thankful for anything this week? Yes, no? I would be thankful that they were playing the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade. Um, but I'm not because they didn't ask us to. So we're not, <laughs> we're not doing that. Yeah. But I'm thankful to watch a lot of football. Nice. So I, I, but I think I've been saying that, what are we, 16 weeks into this? I've said that every week. So, and my family. <laughs> Thanks. So. Oh. Family and football. Yes. Of course, family or football, family. It's great. Depends on yeah. if it's Sunday or not. Yeah. And if the Broncos are losing. Uh, Rob. Fair point. Rob, are you thankful for anything this week, man? Uh, yeah. You know, just being healthy and uh, still being employed. Fingers crossed, and at least until the end of the year. And um, yeah. Saints are playing well. Uh, nothing, nothing really to complain about. Great. Well, guys, we have uh, two special guests with us today. Two fellow drumming brethren of ours. We have Mr. Cam Brousseau, formerly of Chris Jansen, but we don't want to talk about that because, you know, all things considered, you know, <laughs> formerly of... Uh, <laughs> like, How many formalities are you going to put in? Formerly of Runaway June, but... S- snake but, draft of former Chris Jansen family. <laughs> snake draft of former Cambruso gigs he's had, but we also have a Cambruso of the spirit league His uh, like indie spooky rock band. Please go check out their uh, new album out. Uh, it is awesome. Cam, thank you so much for joining us. Cam, are you thankful for anything this week? Oh yeah. I'm thankful that, um, the gig that I'm not formally on now, uh, which would be the pop artist Simmel, uh, is a guy who makes all of his money from seat placements and wouldn't tour even if he could. <laughs> there, there we are. <laughs> yep. Cambridge, everybody. We are we are also joined <laughs> by our great friend Scott Quintana, um, currently on tour. Well, I guess not on tour with, but he normally plays with uh, Casey Musgraves, Grammy winning recording artist. Scott, thanks for joining us. Uh, what are you thankful for this week? Oh, uh, I'm thankful to have the week off work. You know, get a little <laughs> break in the schedule. Scott, let's well, let's start with you. I mean, like, have you been playing with Casey at all? Uh, no gigs. No. No gigs. No, no. gigs for you. Rob, how was the Brad Paisley train this past week? The Paisley train um, is still in the station. There's no, there's no crazy Paisley. We're just uh, we did we did move some uh, we did move some uh, TV set gear out of uh, storage the other day. That was fun to be sent to his house. So <laughs> don't, I don't know if it's going to be hitting the road with us anytime soon. But you know, it was something to do. Great, how'd you, how'd you guys doing merch? <laughs> 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 Joey, how was uh, the Scotty McCreary tour this past week? It's exhausting, man. You know, it's the holidays. It's just, we're just tired. I mean, you know, we took a break in March just out of respect for the pandemic. And then we, we did one show in September, but we, you know, we're just trying to just take some time off. We don't want to, we don't want to wear ourselves out 
And, um, but it's been giving me, I'm really been focusing on building up my, my home, my live studio, <laughs> my, my production. <laughs> is, yeah. is that what you're recording through AirPods? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, I want to use my, I don't want to use all my, all my good gear for the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> Just don't want to wear it out. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, I guess if Cam could tour, he would, but his artist doesn't tour anyway. So, uh, I guess we can move on. So, uh, something special for this week. We, we are, we are actually going to draft the best sports movies of all time. So we are going to do a snake draft of this. We're going to put all of our names in a randomizer for order, and then, uh, we'll see how it goes. So first pick obviously gets the number one pick goes down. Then once we get to five, that person gets to pick twice, then snake it back up back and forth. So if anybody has ever had a fancy football draft in their entire life, this is how it works. And then once the pick is chosen, that goes off the board forever. And then uh, you kind of have to move on. So uh, guys, y'all ready to go? Yes. Yes. Let's do it. All right. Let's see. Name randomizer. Okay. Uh, do you want me to share my screen with you guys or not? Or do you guys trust it, me? It depends on who comes up first. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to hit go and then we'll see what I, happens. I, I call fraud already. Fraud. I want to re- recount. <laughs> yeah, recount. Not Alaska, though. I like that one. Alaska's good. By hand recount. Okay, here we go. Uh, randomizing three, two, one. All right, Scott's number one. Yes. Uh, I am number two. Fake news. Fake fraud. news. <laughs> fraud. Fox News. Rob is number three. Oh, good. Cam is number four. Okay. Sure. I was going to say it's fixed, but yeah, how and, about share your damn screen, Kyle? I guess it's a little too late now. Uh, you want me to, I can still do no, it right now. Hey, whatever. Joey, whatever. you know how this works. You get two picks right in a row. So shut and, your pie and, hole there. Buddy. And Joey, <laughs> Joey's last. So, uh, yep. Yeah. We are going to do five rounds. So that's going to be a total of 25 movies. And Scott Quintana, you are up, my friend. You are on the clock. Ooh. So help me understand here. Am I one to pick? what I think is going to be the best of all time or my favorite of all time. What's my, Man, it's up to you. It's up to you. One. First round pick first round value. Who are you giving the most money to in this, uh, this draft to what movie I'm going to go with major league. Ooh, Ooh. strong. Nice man. Dude, that, can anybody argue that one? I, I don't think so. Wait, are, are we let? Do we get rebuttals? Yeah, yeah well, yeah, or, I think so. Does, <laughs> if it makes you feel better, it doesn't do anything. I, I'd like to hear you maybe explain. Yeah, what's your reasoning? Oh, it's just got a little bit of everything for me. You know, Cleveland, drama, <laughs> a true underdog story. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think it's one of the older movies that I maybe saw as a kid that I maybe didn't get all the jokes, which is a lot of movies and probably still a lot of movies. Um, yeah. Scott's rewatch Scott's rewatching Ghostbusters and he's like, I don't remember the ghost blowjob scene <laughs> when I was a kid. I definitely like that was Wayne's world was like the biggest one of those for me. I'm like, that movie is hilarious. And then when I got the jokes, I'm like, oh, it really is funny. <laughs> um, yeah, also just like, you know, a team really coming together, people overcoming their differences. Which is a common theme yeah. in yep. sports movies. True, true. Scott, great first pick. Thanks. That's awesome. So I am up with the second pick of the draft and I'm kind of going back and forth between two football movies. 
but I think I'm going to go with the blind side. Wow. With my number one pick. You just, I'm going blind side. You just took one of Joey's. I can tell right now. All right. No, just, you took my mom's. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. I mean, like, dude, like y'all don't like Blindside? No, I'm. I'm. A- I mean, I think I enjoyed it, but it's. I mean, no, mine are yeah. safe. You, you take the blindside. It stands the test of time. The same argument as uh, Major League. They're overcoming all this stuff. I mean, like you have Tim McGraw in it. For God's sakes, come on. You know, he's you know he's dreamy. I uh, know, like I just think it's a That's classy a good one. movie. No, it's good. Joey, shut up. All right. <laughs> Rob, you're up. Your all first. Right. Uh, all right. The first, well, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, we, you guys all know that I'm considerably older than all of you. So most of my picks are going to be skew more to, to my age demographic. Uh, my first pick, I think it's pretty undeniable. It's It's got to be in the top five best sports, at least sports related movies of all time. Caddyshack. Caddyshack? Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, and here's why it's important to me for a couple different reasons. I remember going to see it in a theater with like my brother and his friends. And I thought I was like really cool. And they were like, you know, there's sexual jokes and all this crazy stuff going on. But like in the weeks and months followed, like all my friends, everybody started to go see the movie. And I remember that was for better or for worse. That was like the first movie. I remember guys talking to each other in a new language, which was movie quotes. Everybody Mm -hmm. knew every fucking line of that movie. And it just, there was a, some, there was a community that was like, yes. And I wasn't like a huge golf fan at the time, but as I got older, I started playing because my dad played, but it just, it, it's just hilarious. It, everything about that movie is great. So many great lines, great cast. You can't, you can't deny it. It's got one of the best jokes of all time. Oh yeah. What's the, what, what's the, the snooty little kid who's like, I want this and I want this. And he's like, yeah, you will get nothing and like it. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick story. Uh, a friend of a friend of mine, his, uh, I think it was his brother, somehow ended up catting a pro-am for Bill Murray. And they were alone awesome. for like, they were alone for like 10 minutes. And he finally just like nutted up and said, I'm sorry. I know you're planning to trying to play golf, but I've got to ask you one question. And he's like, you got one, you got five minutes and one question. He's like, Caddyshack, tell me one thing that you remember about it that you love the most. And he said, best thing about working on Caddyshack was Ted Knight. Ton of drugs. Ton of fucking, ton of crazy shit going the whole time. Anytime Ted Knight was doing principal photography, everybody would stop what they were doing because most of that movie, a lot of it was improvised and they would just roll. And whenever he was on set, either whether it was with Chevy or whoever it was, everybody would stop what they were doing, whether they were at lunch, makeup, whatever, and go and watch him. And he said, the best shit in that movie is on the cutting room floor that never saw it. He goes, the dude was a genius. He absolutely ruled that movie. So cheers to Ted Knight. Nice. R.I.P. Rob, great pick, man. Yep. Cam. Cam Brousseau. You're up, buddy. First round pick. What do you got? One more thing about Caddyshack. I will say probably the best use outside of Tron Legacy of a Journey song. Oh, yeah. Where he's just like, so what? So let's dance. Anyway you want it. Yeah. Perfect. Anyways. Okay. I might stir some controversy here. <laughs> I think I already have already, with, man. Yeah. Joey, with, my, with my one seed. Here's, here's what I consider to be my favorite sports movie of all time. I'm going to go with the 1992 Penny Marshall classic, oh. a league of their own. Oh, that was on my list too. That's on my list too. 
I'm sorry for all the upsets. Joey seems like he's still fine. Doesn't seem like he's unfazed. Well, no, I, I, I'm a little shocked. I didn't have it on my list, but I actually was on TV a couple of weeks ago and I watched it and I forgot how one, how good it is, how good Tom Hanks is. Um, but it's also so freaking funny. Um, is, who's the who's the scout? Is it John Lovitz that's like putting the team? Oh together? yeah. <laughs> when, he, when he sees the girl, is it Marlo or whatever? And she like yeah. he's like take your yeah, hat Mar- off. Marlo Hooch. He, yeah, and he goes. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like yeah. Go play. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I would just say it's I mean it's very of its time, but it's the perfect amount of kitsch. Um, the perfect amount of seriousness because you got that scene you know where um they're delivering the letter and they don't know which you know, which one of their husbands died in the war. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, at least based on something historical, um, you got one of the all-time great uh, Tom Hanks performances, but like Gina Davis just crushing it in that movie and the whole relationship between her and her sister really, really helps the end of the movie. There's there's so much tension going into that last game where the two sisters face off that it just feels like it really runs all the bases. Hmm. See what you did. There. It is. Hey. Yeah. All right, Joey. Uh, you have two so picks. I, so you I get two. two. Okay. So so sticking with first round is historic movies that are that really happened and were set in history. Rocky. How <laughs> to go, Rocky? I knew it. We've been um, we've been joking about this I'm, ever since we had this idea. I, I, I mean, a, it's I had, prop, I had a prop pick. bet on this, didn't we, uh, uh, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, dude. It was like, oh, cool, Rocky. Next round, Rocky two. Next yeah, round, Rocky yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't worry, I'm going to skip five. Um, no, the original man. Everything from, I mean, obviously the the story, but the way that Stallone wrote it, the fact that he was so completely broke, and studios didn't want him to be in it, and they kept offering him more money and more money and more money, and he said, "Nope." You know, basically, I'm only going to sell it if I can star in it. And his dad was the dude that rung the bell in the fight. His dog, butt kiss was literally his dog. His wife was in it. Like he, his brother, Frank Stallone was in it. He just did it on a shoestring budget. And it literally, it literally made him into who he is today. So it's awesome. I, I, I love it. And speaking of Thanksgiving, the first date that he and Adrian go on is, is Thanksgiving. I don't know how well you guys remember the movie. Oh, that's but right. Like, yeah, he goes into the skating rink the, or the ice skating rink and yeah. convinces the guy to let him to let him skate there, and uh, it's great. So that's I'm glad that was still available. It was between that and the Blind Side, and I for sure went with Rocky. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, I hate you so much. And then uh, number two, I'm going with a football movie, um, and it was close. It was close between a couple, but I got to say, for me, and some people don't like it, I got to go Rudy. Um, I freaking love that movie, man. When he, when he gets into Notre Dame and he goes to his dad's factory and he gives him the letter and he gets on the intercom and he goes, my kid's going to Notre Dame. Waterworks, man. They start ch- chanting his name at the end. It was awesome. We were on tour one time and got to go like for a tour underneath the, in the stadium, got to go into the locker rooms and go out on the field. And it was awesome. So um, that is my... Yeah, those are my two. Rocky and Rudy, sticking with the R's. Does anybody have any comments about Rudy? I will say uh, maybe the best thing to come out of Rudy was the fact that John Favreau met Vince Vaughn, and then they did uh, Swingers together and Made, and then a whole bunch of other shit. So, uh, 
Uh, great, great character acting from Vince Vaughn in that movie. Oh, yeah. He's just a showboat, Jimmy. He's just a showboat. You just suck ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, John Favreau is so freaking funny in that. His whole thing where he's like a, he's like a lapsed Catholic. Um, yeah, it was great. But yeah, I think that was one of Vince Vaughn's first movies, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. Yeah. Back when he was serious guy. Yeah. Quick 20-second tour story. I'm going to name drop. I met Vince Vaughn. We played The Tonight Show, and he was the guest, and we lined up for the picture at the end of the show, and he was next to me. And that I'm 6'4". That dude is tall. Yeah, He was I, towering over me. So we go to take the photo, and they couldn't get the... They had a problem with the camera, and they go, okay, hold on just a minute. And we still had our arms around each other. <laughs> and I go, at what point does it become awkward that we still have our arms around each other? And he goes, <laughs> and I was Yes! <laughs> my, my music career may be over, but that was my highlight right there. I made Vince Vaughn laugh. All right, Cam, you're back up. Your second round pick. Oh man, so soon. Um, all right. I I worked very hard to make sure that this wasn't all like childhood uh, Disney kids movies that just had to do with the sport, or else this I'd just be saying the Big Green five times. Um. I'm going to go with, well, uh, something that uh, makes me cry guaranteed every single time I see it at the end when he's skating around trying to find his dad. And that would be Gavin O'Connor's 2004 Miracle. Yep. Uh, oh, so that good. was on my list. Too. Which is just two and a half hours so good. of patriotic montage of crushing the Soviets. <laughs> and it's, somehow done in a PG movie and Kurt Russell is one of his best roles. God's gift to earth. Oh, yeah. So, and I just, that movie does everything right for what I see as a sports movie, which is you're following some sort of season or at least a trajectory. You have your clear objective and that one has you just, Analyze the entire runtime, and like I said, it's a long movie. Yeah, but I, I would, I would put that up against any other sports movie there is. Yeah, I don't think we could disagree with that. No, because I took that off my draft board right now. Yeah, I was like, maybe I should have drafted that first. I don't know. I love Kurt Russell. I mean, if he's in it, chances are I'm going to like it. But dude, him, him, he is. That's got to be one of his best. Oh yeah, roles. I mean, his 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 speech at the end when he's like not, you know, not tonight doing his always kind of having his mouth closed. <laughs> yeah, not, 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 not tonight. Yep. And he's the way I mean it's it's so good. When he skates until they're about to like pass out and then they finally say, Who do you play for? And they say Team USA. Oh dude. Uh, I'm gonna watch that one just. tonight. It's decided. <laughs> it's streaming on Disney Plus. I'm watching it. Plus the, the die job was just fantastic. Oh yeah, the hair was just and it, his the best hair. His he's had quiet been. moment of yeah, his quiet moment of celebration when they win the final game and he just goes in a hallway by himself. He just goes, oh yeah, yes, yeah. that's it. That that's the only the only emotion you get out of hey, that dude. I Good remember one. I remember watching that game when because we didn't you know this was what was that was that eighty? It was eighty, wasn't it? I think it was eighty. Yep. So eighty, they won and it Last wasn't time. televised. We had to wait to the next day or two to watch it. And that wasn't even the final game that they went on to beat what Sweden to win the gold. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So it was like, so we'd already knew they had won, 
but we when we finally got to watch the game and we got to it was just it was unbelievable. And I didn't even really know anything about hockey as a kid. It was just unfucking believable to see that that game go down. And that during the footage of the last game, they keep just showing the scoreboard, just like rotating, like you're underneath it, looking yeah. up at it. And during like the last 15 seconds, it fades into the real announcer audio. And it's just unbelievable. Cause obviously if we're talking about sports movies, I'm not going to say they're like easier for filmmakers to make, but you can just get all of your exposition out with your telecasters, just narrating the entire movie. Yeah. Miracle does a, a great job of that. And the outro credits, isn't that dream on while they like, oh, yeah. yeah, they like show their photo oh, yeah. and say what they do or what they went on to do. Yeah. Great. Good yeah. choice. Good choice. Uh, Rob, before we get to you, uh, I just want to let you know, uh, I was born in 1987. So I was seven <laughs> years after that. So congrats. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> nice. Cool, nice, dude. Nice, nice <laughs> All right. Rob, you're up next, buddy. All right. <laughs> Second round. Uh, where do I want to go? Um, all right. Here's another one from the, the same era as Caddyshack. Man, I, there, to me, there is no better type of, you know, this, the, 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 the ragtag group of guys that have to fight their way from you know, issues and problems to, to overcome themselves as well as winning the big game at the end. The best movie that typifies this bad news bears, 1976. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm. I think I saw it when I, as a kid, I've seen it in a long time. Let me tell you, let me tell you a story about this movie. (laughs) Have a seat children. (laughs) Have a seat children. No, (laughs) it's really great. But because the thing about it is if you watch it now, it's, 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 it's very dated, but at the same time, it's kind of like watching, Blazing Saddles. It's like neither one of these movies yeah. would be made today. It is not a kid's movie. You want to play a joke on your friends that have kids that are getting into sports. Like, yeah, watch the bad news bears. It's fun. It's got kids in it. <laughs> it is the most politically, one of the most politically incorrect movies you'll ever see. Every imaginable slur. There's alcoholism. There's just, it is, a, it's actually really kind of a fucked up movie. The kind of what they literally get away with it. But but it tells the story of these kids that nobody had a chance. You've got the nerds, you've got the burnouts, you've got the, you know, even Tatum O'Neill's in it. Uh, I don't even remember Walter Matthau, Matthau is the coach, alcoholic, his daughter, he's kind of estranged from, she pretends to be a boy, you know, Kelly, uh, oh, who's the guy that was, um, why am I, why am I bouncing on his name right now? Anyway, it is hilarious. It is irreverent, incredibly politically incorrect. But funny as hell, and uh, I actually um, recommended it to a friend of mine several years ago. We were talking about sports movies, and I was like, man, have you ever seen Bad News Bears? Because he's a big baseball fan. He goes, no. He was like, yeah, I think, I mean, no, maybe I didn't see it. And was like, you need to watch it. It's really great. And he, like, waited until, like, his grandparents and nieces and nephew and everybody was at the house. Like, I don't know if it was, like, a birthday, a holiday or something, and they put it on. And I was like, he called me up, and he was like, dude why in the fuck did you tell me to do? I didn't like, I didn't tell you to do that. Like I told you to watch the movie. I, I just told you that it had kids in it. It was kind of funny and irreverent. I didn't tell you to play it in front of your niece and nephew. So it was kind of funny, but bad news bears. If you haven't seen it, it holds up. It's funny. It's irreverent. Yep. Walter mouth. That was freaking great. One of the little kids in that movie, Jackie, Jackie Earl, Earl Haley. Haley. That's who I was trying to think of. Yeah. But went on to being uh, maybe the greatest biking movie of all time, which I won't mention because maybe someone's going to talk about it. I have no idea. But just, you know, just to to bring it all the way around back to horror movies, 
uh, he played Freddy Krueger yep. in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake in 2010. Haven't you guys seen the the Bad News Bears remake with Billy Bob? No, no. Is yeah. directed by Richard Link, Link, Linklater. Um, I don't do remakes. Pretty damn good. Really? I I I know you're all skeptical. It's pretty damn good. It's definitely not going to have as many slurs as a <laughs> as the 70s version. It's it's pretty it's funny like you know it, it's hard some it, one of the painful thing is that, like watching it now in retrospect is watching those kids say some of the shit they could get away with 30 45 years ago and drinking yeah. beer. I mean it's 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 pretty amazing. But it's got that arc it's got that story of you have this group of people that everybody've kind of given up on and they somehow pull it together and it's great. Love the bad news bears. Nice. So I guess I am up my second round pick. I, I think I'm going to go another baseball movie, a bunch of ragtag, a ragtag group of kids. I'm going to go with Sandlot. Oh yeah. We all love it. Yeah. I mean, like you can't yeah. deny it. Like I think anytime it comes on TV, you get sucked in. And then, you know, like just like this poor kid that just wants to make friends and he is really shitty at baseball. And it's like, okay, cool. Like he goes <laughs> along and then all of a sudden, like you see him in Dodger Stadium, and old Benny and the jet just calling games, man. It's great. Oh, good, man. Plus, I love that you, your daughter is two. I love that you've based your list on films you could watch with her. Like there's no, there's no off-color or anything, man. It's a great movie. I agree. Hey man, I'm squeaky clean. You know me. He's a G-rated guy. Old, old PG Kyle. So, all nice right. choice. Scott, you're back. Scott, you have two picks. Ooh, two picks. All right. Um, Second and third round. I was looking at my list here and I realized that they're pretty much all comedies, which... <laughs> nothing wrong with that it's not shocking yeah go figure um all right well i think i i have a a reserve tank too and one is kind of a comedy so maybe i'll mention that at one point but first i'm gonna say happy gilmore yeah yeah i think i really identified with it as someone who loved hockey and could care less about golf <laughs> which is the whole premise of the movie, great cast, Christopher McDonald, great villain. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, absolutely. One, one for the ages. Yeah. One of the best endings ever. <laughs> so great. And just, yeah. Great cameo. Bob Barker. Mm-hmm. I saw yeah. that movie in the theater and that blew my mind. I was like, no way. And then when he starts talking shit to you, you're just like, you're, you can't talk like that. You're Bob Barker. <laughs> That was that was well done. Yeah, that kind of like set the stage for every single celebrity cameo on Entourage, <laughs> where they're like, "I'm just going to play an asshole version of myself." Bob Barker and Happy Gilmore is the OG. Yep. Um, Plus, you know, you know, it's a well known and loved movie. When I don't know if I've ever played a round of golf, where someone hasn't quoted actually Caddyshack and Happy Gilmore. Like yeah. at, some, at some point, somebody's going to go what, the part where he's like, Get in, don't you want to go in your home? Get to your home. It's <laughs> all the time. Uh, and then I'm sure everyone has at least taken one swing at a golf ball. Like he has just like, Oh, oh yeah. yeah. With the runoff. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Got it. It works so well for him. All right. Second pick. Mighty ducks. Oh dude. That mm. was, that was on mine. I'm serious. I'm... Oh man, you seen it too? That's wild. 
so oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Ducks, they don't even have teeth. Yeah, well, neither do hockey players. <laughs> Great. That's even when they're all rollerblading through the mall. It's like, oh, that would be so oh. fun. Uh, full full disclosure, Kyle, I hope I don't bury your lead, but I watched D2 about five minutes before this podcast. <laughs> and uh, and they, uh, they upped that scene in the second one where they go uh, skating through the Mall of America. And uh, yes. I just remember wanting to be those kids with every ounce of my body. And then like... They got those fresh jerseys looking good. Triple Deke. Yeah, dude. Triple Deke, which I don't even know if it's a real thing, but it's real to us. <laughs> <laughs> and plus we all know like the knuckle puck doesn't fucking work. NHL so. players watch like, oh, I got to try that. That's, that's fantastic. Um, I, I, I don't think, I don't think Scott was at Berkeley yet, but my senior year at Berkeley, we finally got a sports team and we got, a hockey team. The ice cats. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The ice cat. Yeah. 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 And, um, the ice quarter notes. Hey, it's, it's just, it, I only went to one game. I went to our first game and we had a female goalie and I had some, I had like traditional harmony or something with her. And I asked her, I was just like, how many times have people made Julie, the cat Gaffney jokes? <laughs> to you, which is, which is, you know, the, the, the girl goalie who saves the day in D2. And she's just like, I don't even want to talk about it. I was like, okay, sore subject. I think from, the from our only like main. real competition that wasn't a real competition is when we play Emerson. It's like yeah. film school kids versus music school kids. Yeah. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> Revenge of the art kid. Yeah. Uh, so Where this are made- they now? <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, this may be a hot take but like I thought D3 was actually very good. Most people didn't like D3. Yeah, cuz like whenever they went to their private school to play hockey, they were like no, we're the warriors. No, no, we're still the ducks. Ducks fly forever. I you know? I I guess maybe my child brain struggled with the reality of the fact that in the movie before they had won the junior Olympics and then they go to a private school on the East Coast and they can't beat the varsity team. Yeah. But you know what? I, it's probably, it's probably worth a revisit. Yeah. And plus like whenever Gordon Bombay comes back and he's just like, yeah, like I'm going to sue everybody. Like I'm their lawyer. Oh yeah. You need to keep in their scholarships. Just like, yeah. Gordon <laughs> Bombay coming back for that sweet five mil. Yeah, for like 10 um, Emilio's like, you guys get me for half a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's as much as I'm doing for this movie. True. Scott, those are two great picks, man. I'm up my third round pick. I actually watched this movie the other night. And I forgot how good it was. Granted, like it is based off of a book, but I'm going to go with uh, Moneyball. Oh, great oh, choice. Nice. I watched it. I watched it last night and that was going to be my next pick. That movie is phenomenal. Yeah. Like I read the book twice and then came back and actually like watched the movie again. And it was just like Brad Pitt and do like Jonah Hill. I thought like that was yep. a great serious role for him. I mm-hmm. thought it was unreal. And then like my math nerd brain just loves baseball analytics, even though it's sometimes hard to watch on TV now, but yeah, that whole movie is just unreal. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying that if you were Tampa's manager in game seven, that you would have followed the analytics and pulled the pitcher? Uh, no, you don't stop someone like when he's on a heater. We all know that. Keep going. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But dude, like I wouldn't have pulled him out. No, that guy's an absolute idiot. Just checking. I agree with you on the Jonah Hill thing. He was the MVP of that movie for me. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. He, you got an Oscar nom for yep, that one, I think. Sure did. But that was like, sometimes I struggle with 
the snootiness of Aaron Sorkin scripts, but like that one flows so well and so fast. And just to have the perspective of Billy Bean in that movie and like, you know, at the end of the streak and he just like is superstitious and he's like, I'm not going to go to the game. And then he ends up driving back to it. And he's just like in all of the emphasis is put on them, you know, winning that streak. And then silently in the next scene, you know, they're knocked out of the playoffs and it's just like, it's done so casually and so nicely. I I'm always astounded with different ways for people to show their sports finales. And I think that Moneyball does a really, really great job of that. I love it. Rob third round pick, man, you're up. All right. This one was a tough, um, I had two movies. This, this is a documentary and there's two that I really, really love. You guys may have never seen either one of these. I basically had to flip a coin. Um, my third pick is going to be uh, When We Were Kings, 1996. Oh, yeah. That's uh, great. When I was growing up, you know, we didn't have the internet. We used to talk on cans, connect by a string. No, but, you know, we didn't have, you had newspapers and television shows and, and you know, 30 minutes of national news a night. And Muhammad Ali was just one of those guys that was like, he was, he was bigger than everything. Even though I loved football more than everything, like whenever he was on TV, he just had... I just don't think there's ever been another personality, sports personality like him. This documentary, if you guys are unfamiliar with it, chronicles the rumble in the jungle, which was the fight. So basically he, he, it was the fight between him and Foreman, but in 67 or 68, he lost his license to box for like three and a half years because he wouldn't go to Vietnam. He got it back early seventies. He had a couple of so-so fights just to kind of get some cred back. He fought Frazier, lost. Then he had a few more fights. And then uh, Don King pulled together this huge match with him and Foreman, who at the time was the heavyweight champ. But they also paired it with this music festival in Zaire, which is now the Republic of Congo. It was all this weird political stuff. The guy that was the dictator at the time, they, they fought in the stadium where he'd had like literally had people murdered. They spent most of the year training. It's just an amazing story. Uh, Foreman's eye got cut in a sparring match, so they had to put the, the bat, put the bout off for like another month. Uh, but they chronicle the whole thing in it. The guy that made the movie, it took him like 23 years to get it out. It's just a really amazing story with the, with the, with the music festival. It was like B.B. King, James Brown, the Crusaders, Bill Withers. It's just, it's really one of the best chronicled sports moments in sports history and it's a fucking great movie and if you haven't seen it go see it and the one i wanted to pick too that i flipped a coin on was hoop dreams and if you haven't seen hoop dreams especially joey you will fucking love wow. that movie it's awesome mm. yeah it's a great one yeah. probably the probably the two best sports documentaries ever made cam you're up third round third round um honestly i'm gonna go back to back gavin o'connor movies and i'm gonna go with um same year's Moneyball. Uh, 2011, I'm going to go with Warrior. And I don't care for uh, MMA at all, but has anybody here seen Warrior? I have. Okay, with Tom Hardy, Joel Edgerton, and Nick Nolte, about two brothers, two estranged brothers, and their alcoholic father, who find themselves just, you know, climbing the ranks of this uh, Atlantic City um, MMA fight and exactly like miracle. It's just handled with perfection in terms of the drama that goes into the interpersonal relationships, 
And especially with the Nick Nolte father figure who also got an Oscar nom for that movie. If you guys haven't seen that one, it's definitely not of like the 70s sex comedy, you know, or or Disney kids variety. It's like a very, very stern and serious uh, sports film. But I highly recommend Warrior. Mm. All right. I'll put it on the list. Great. Uh, deep cut. Well, I mean, I guess not really a deep cut. It's just uh, most of us haven't seen that. So, yeah, that's going. Yeah, that's definitely going on the list. Joey, you got two picks, third and fourth round. You're up, buddy. Well, it's kind of intimidating to go after Cam because he's like a damn modern day, you know, Siskel and Ebert here. He's like <laughs> talking about screenplays and original scores and Oscars won and um, expositions. And Do yeah. I resemble Siskel or Ebert more? <sighs> it's tough. Toss up. <laughs> Which one was the? I, yeah, I feel like didn't they pre or post jaw surgery? Didn't they used to have a? Was it a show that came on like sat? Wasn't it like a show yeah. on Saturdays? Yeah, yeah. At okay. The, at, yeah, the, at, at the movies with Siskel and Ebert. At the movies with Siskel and Ebert. You're you're old enough to remember that. Come on. Um, <laughs> I have no comment on that. Okay, my. Uh, okay, so I, I guess I have two then. Okay, so am I, which rock you am I gonna do? Um, <laughs> Just if you kidding. don't do Rocky Four, I swear to God, I'm, I'm going to go. Oh man, I'm going to go football. I'm going to go football again. And this was so close between with Rudy, but I got to go remember the Titans. I swear to God, if I'm flipping through the channels, I own that movie on every platform, and that movie's <laughs> on. I'll, I'll just start watching it. They did a rewatch like, on it, it. Yeah, that's like the uh, the Shawshank of sports movies. Yeah, absolutely. Denzel Washington is one of my favorite actors ever. He's he's so good in that role. We watched that one on the road a bunch. One time the Netflix was just going so slow on the road or something that Scotty's like, I want to watch it this second. It was like two in the morning. So he just bought it and we watched it. When he gives the speech, I'm, Cam, you'll probably know the name of the actor. It's the guy that plays Yost, the assistant coach. Oh, the dude from The Rock? <laughs> is he in The Rock? I don't know. You know who I'm talking uh, about? Guy, he's the head coach, yep. and then Denzel takes his spot. Yeah. Yost. So when they, and I think Jerry Bruckheimer did the, I'm pretty sure he did the music for it too, speaking of the rock. But he, when he gives him the speech and he's like, you blitz all night. And then he does this whole thing. At the very end, he goes, you make them always remember the night they played the Titans. It's over, dude. Just like waterworks, mm. man. I can't, I get choked up. It's so good. Joe, do you um, cry at every movie you watch? Yeah, that's why I can't watch The Blind Side, man. It's just gonna, it's just make me too emotional. Um, Joe gets a little feisty when he has a little wine. Is that wine? You drinking wine right now? I moved on to bourbon now. Oh, wow. Look at you. Oh, In the same bottle. Oh. very classy. Yeah. Thursday night. Um, <laughs> Thursday. Thursday, Thursday night. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, we're doing this on Thanksgiving. For the past eight months, it's been Saturday each day. It really doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fair point. And we would be out on um, the road Thursday night would be our first show. So true. Apologies. His name is Will Patton. And I was confusing The Rock with Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> common mistake. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Very common mistake. Um, yeah. Remember the Titans? It's got everything. His, history, you know, it's it's awesome. Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Also, the scene where... Uh, the scene where he talks to him, uh, you know who your daddy is, Gary? Who's your daddy? The D. Martin, Jerry Lewis, so good. Um, and we're still talking about it today. What did we call uh, 
Trevor Lawrence the other day. We're calling him Sunshine. <laughs> Sunshine, yeah. Sunshine. Hey, Sunshine. Sunshine. And then next, which I actually watched two nights ago, even though I've seen it a million times, I got to go with Hoosiers. Ah, that you took it off my Dude. board. Same. Damn it. I am surprised. I'm very surprised that it took us this that many was gonna be my next picks pick. to get to those two movies. Fourth round, Joey. That's a good draft value. Yeah, it is. Like Hoosiers in the fourth oh, thank round. You. <laughs> um, I'm not interested in trades. It is. It might be the greatest so, sports movie ever. It has everything. It, it's so good, man. I mean, it like I did one of the things. I watched it. The wife and kids were all asleep, climbed into bed got on Wikipedia and IMDb and just started going deep. The gym, the Hickory gym is an actual gym at a high school. Hickory Huskers. That, and they, that you can play like, like teams. I think, I don't think it's an active gym, but teams play there each year. Um, but I mean, dude, uh, it, it, it's so good. Dennis Hopper, it, him, him as shooter, the whole thing with he, he, his alcoholism and his son. And I mean, it's so, it's so good. I love him. I love Gene Hackman. The music's great. The only thing that's a little weird is him and Barbara Hershey, where it looks like he's clearly at least 20 to 25 years older than her. They like very of the time. Yeah. They like hate each other. And then they share like an awkward kiss. Um, But it's so good when he's telling him to take the last shot. And they're like, he's like, what's the matter with you guys? And, And Jimmy Chitwood coach, I'll make it. He just goes, I'll make it. And let's just say he, that's the purest. He has the purest shooting form in history. It's, it's amazing. So good. Hoosiers. The other thing I love about that movie quickly is whoever's a cinematographer, Cam, you could probably look this up if you didn't know it already. <laughs> whoever did the, the, the director of photography, the cinematographer, the look, the lighting, everything. I mean, it's like shitty, depressing Indiana town in the sixties. Like they nailed it. I saw that movie about a year ago. I'm not, the only thing that I don't agree with you on this is the music is a little, doesn't age well for me as well, but the look. It's very eighties. Yeah. And it's weird. It's like, I, I hate it. That's one of my biggest pet peeves, period pieces that use more modern music. That drives me crazy. But the look of that film, the inside of that gym, the uniforms, everything. God, it's so spot on. Such a great movie. When he, uh, the guy that plays the, he's kind of the town. He's one of the townspeople that was, was coaching the team until Norman Dale comes in and he's real kind of short with them. And he comes to practice and he's like, well, I'll help you out. I'll help you out till you get your feet wet. And then Norman Dale just says, uh, let's be real friendly. My name's Norm. And then he goes, secondly, your coaching days are done. Like he just, yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, it's great, man. Yeah. If you, if you haven't seen it in a while, go back and watch it. It's, it's, it's wonderful, man. Fourth round Hoosiers. Oof, took one off. I was surprised to see it there. Great value. Cam, you're back up, man. Let's hear another uh, 20 minute expose on uh, your next diatribe. (laughs) Um, Do I go with the funny answer or the serious answer? Because there's like a giant chasm between where I could go for this fourth pick. Join me in the serious. I feel alone here. Dude, it's up to you, man. Fine. Fine. Nobody said it. Raging Bull. Oh, shit. You took it off. Oh. Uh, it was going to be my next. <laughs> like, God. You, you made Raging Bull, it, probably, if you're talking to any actual film snob, is going to be considered the greatest yeah. sports movie of all time. It's pretty light on the boxing, and it feels a lot like you know Scorsese movies of that time. But it is just to watch the disintegration of the brotherhood and his career 
and just all of his decision making just throughout the entire movie. It's so great. Is oddly hilarious in times, but it is just like heartbreaking and just an all consuming movie. I love that movie. It's fantastic. And the, it, you're right. It's light on the boxing, but those scenes, the way they're filmed. Oh, yeah. So and and you watch it, you, you watch it and you realize that like Paul Thomas Anderson must've just like when he was making boogie nights, he's like, I want to do raging bull, but in the porn industry, like they feel like the exact same movie. It's so good. When she pours that ice down his pants. So good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's funny. Hey Kyle, I, I have, I'm sorry to interrupt, but can we do when we're done with our, I think, are we in round four now? Four. Yeah. yeah. Just three. Yeah. At the very end, can we each do one guilty pleasure sports movie that we know is yes, awful? Please. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I got to choose from 20 on my list here. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the list. <laughs> I already have mine. I'm good on that one. Yeah. All right, Rob, you're up fourth round pick. Well, I'm a little surprised. This one was still on the board. I consider, uh, kind of consider this one just below the rung, just slightly below Hoosiers. The natural. Oh, that oh, was my man. next one. Oh, yeah. God. Yep. I mean, it is... It's got, yeah, it's just, I don't know. There's something about baseball movies that seem to, especially Kevin Costner, kind of capture everyone's imagination. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's such a great, it, yeah, I, the cast is amazing. It's, you know, he comes out of nowhere after 16 years. He's amazing. He's still got the bats. You know. Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. I've read the book and the whole scene with him running the bases and the, you know, the lights exploding, it's not in there, but it doesn't matter. It's just from soup to nuts. One of the best, if not the best sports movie, definitely the best baseball movie, but sports movie. It's just awesome. And a great Redford role. Just so good. Dude. Uh, Wilford Brimley is the manager. Yes. Could be. It's, <laughs> it's like top three favorite sports roles at all. Uh, uh, a buddy of mine in Seattle, we both love that movie and we will text each other quotes from the natural, which I think came out in like 80. 83 or 84. It's a pretty old movie. No, no, no. It's not 80s. It's 90s. Oh, no, dude. The nat- Look it up. It's, no, it's 84. It's 84 or 85. Na- the at natural? The, most. the natural, dude. It's old. Hang on. Yep. I thought <laughs> it's 84. 84? I thought yeah. it was like 90 or 91. Jeez, why am I? He has, he has so. You're right. He just yeah. has so many great lines. And I know they talk about this in the in the episodes we're watchable, but you know, Wilford Brimley has all that like chest hair. That's just always coming out of his uniform. It's kind yeah. of up to his, <laughs> up to his neck. And it, it's, it's great, man. Robert Duvall, his character is freaking awesome in that movie. Duvall, well, that's the thing. That's, it's probably the best cast sports movie of all time. It's got the best. And who's the, uh, Cam will know this and you might know it too. What, what's the name of the actor that he's the dad in Christmas story. And he's Gus in that movie. Kind of the oh, sports well, Gavin, guy. Uh, uh, Gavin, um, uh, oh, Darren, Darren McGavin. McGavin. Sorry, yeah, yeah. His yeah. his character was thinking, was great. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great movie. Great pick. Great pick, Rob. All right, my fourth round pick. So this movie, when I was in seventh grade, I remember watching this with a bunch of friends because we all thought that high school was going to be like this, and then for us, like we were just a bunch of band nerds, so it really wasn't. But I'm going to go with Varsity Blues. 
Oh, that was going to be my next Yes. Because like it had every, yeah, I mean like, I mean like it was like, like the high school dream of like, yeah, dude, high school is going to be like this. It's going to be awesome. Just partying, football, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then of course, you know, like it really wasn't even that close for us. But yeah, like I just remember watching that movie and I was just like, oh, oh my God, this movie's amazing. It has everything. Football, whipped cream bikinis, whipped cream bikinis oh. naked girls. Yeah. <laughs> Tweeter. Tweeter. Yeah, Tweeter. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, what, what was the, the the strip club girl? Was that, was, it was his teacher, right? Well, yeah. no, the- Miss Davis. Miss Davis, yes. you go prom with me. <laughs> Would you go prom with me? Rest in peace. <laughs> and that, that guy just passed away, didn't he? Lily Bob just passed away. I, I have to say, and the reason why but I'm fully ready to defend this movie for you, Kyle, because it is you. for all of its, you know, poorly aged sexual politics. It sums up the desperation of like small town football culture where by the time you turn 19, like your life is essentially over. And that like that looms very heavy over that movie. Yeah. And if you take all of, you know, the alley larder, and, you know, whipped cream bikinis out of it. It really at its core has that just, you know, last hurrah feeling of whatever we're doing, we're going to become shitty insurance agents and we need to enjoy this. And also has one of the greatest sports villains of all time in Bud Kilmer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's also a current villain right now. I don't know if you saw his latest <laughs> Trump video that he just put on Twitter, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not shocked. Old, old Bud Kilmer. He's a, he's still in character. And can we talk about how great that soundtrack is? Dude, My Hero, Foo Fighters. Dude, like that was the first time I heard My Hero. And I was so just good. like... This, this movie deserves to be on this list strictly because of the ACDC Thunderstruck um, post-strip club slow motion slaughter fest <laughs> that happens in that movie. That's a, that's a line right there. Slow motion stripper slaughter fest. <laughs> oh yeah plus i mean like did they go to the strip club on like a school night too yeah the school night and then uh bud kilmer's like it was like the night before yeah. a game i think they just pulled their all-nighter they were trying to make paul walker feel better because he because he, he broke his legs his leg, or whatever yeah, the, yeah tore whatever like we have bud kilmer's like hope it was fun yeah was hope it fun was, was it fun <laughs> i feel like that when you were saying i i totally agree with how well the movie has held up there there's definitely some i watched it a couple months ago, there's definitely some lines in there, mostly from Tweeter. <laughs> You're like, especially having daughters when he he's like talking about all of his tricks to get girls to sleep with him, like to basically, oh yeah, like medicate them or you know so that they'll have sex with them. And he's like, this is great, but it but it is. It's also it's kind of sad because you realize, like, especially for him, probably for Billy Bob, that like their lives. That's probably it. Like they're not really going to do anything yeah. else. And and I may be reading further into you know what the movie was actually aiming for, but I think it just does a really really great job of summing up that small town life. Yeah. Then you have a uh, old John Moxon because what like he got accepted to Brown, right? Or Brown. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're just like yeah, I man, don't I don't dude. want your life. Wasn't that the <laughs> yeah? You That's the, the line. Yeah. I think so. I don't <laughs> want your life. Varsity Blues was mine, round four. I think that's pretty good value, too. I'm actually surprised I made it this far. Um, yeah. Scott, you have two picks. Your last two picks. Last two? All right. This one I wasn't going to put in my list, but after because it's not... I would say it's not one of my favorite movies because I haven't seen it in a long time, but thinking about it, 
I'm going to say Jerry Maguire. Mm. There you go. I'm glad you got on my list too. Nice. Yeah. Rod Tidwell. Great movie character. He was the, he was the MPP of that movie. Mm -hmm. Hands down. Rom-com sports movie. Also a sports movie, basically highlighting greed and sports. Great picks. Great combo. Yeah. Great pick. No no arguments. Also very quotable. Mm -hmm. The kid. You remember Oh yeah. You want to feel old. Jonathan Lipnicki? Yeah. The human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> Isn't he like super yoked too? And he like in really good shape. And- I, I love that you know that. <laughs> I thought I saw a picture of him a couple of years ago and he was just like I was ripped. Googling pictures of him without a shirt and I was just like, wow. Yeah. It actually ripped popped former it. child actors. <laughs> <laughs> How hot are they now? Hey, I just hey, I well, I will say I did I just I just Googled Ali Larder and she's still holding together too, so she's not yet, but <laughs> Rob's Instagram browse screen is uh, pretty uh, delectable right now. I feel like they Jerry Maguire I, I always like movies like that where they could actually bring real athletes into it, kind of tie it into the mm-hmm. like real footage too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember I'm I'm sure they did this camp. I know you're quite a bit younger than me, but I know on the Seattle radio stations like KPLZ and they would, they would play, was it secret garden spring scene, secret garden that was in the soundtrack. And when they would play it on the radio, they would, they would put lines from the movie, like in the breaks. Do you, do you guys remember? Yeah. They used to do that with, I'm trying to remember another song. They did it with uh Titanic. My heart. Will oh, go yeah. on. They did that too. So it'd be like, and then it'd be shut up. You hadn't yet. Hello. And it'd just be on the radio. <laughs> I cry every time. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that one. All right, Scott. Last, last pick. All right. Round. I'm going to go with... There's a lot of honorable mentions here, but Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a, cl- it's a classic for a reason. Like, everything you want in an 80s movie. Uh Another underdog story. Also kind of controversial on who the real villain is. I don't know if you guys have ever yeah. been oh, yeah. down that rabbit Absolutely. hole. Yeah, Danielson's kind of a dick. Yep, totally. And something that was, I don't even know if they mentioned it in that whole little rant they did about it, but the, the crane kick was so iconic, but also yeah. illegal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, there's that. But, uh... Fully worth it just for put him in a body bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another great villain. Yeah. yeah. Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. They show the, uh, I think it's QuickBooks. They commercials during a lot of football games this year. And they've got Sensei Crease. I can't, I can't remember the name of the actor. Have you guys seen that where his whole thing is more mercy? He says at the end where he's <laughs> yeah. like running. Oh, really? Danger. Yeah. And it's not <laughs> yeah. sweep the leg. It's like support the leg. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of sad to see. Nice call, man. Has anybody watched Cobra Kai yet? The TV show? Yeah. I watched the yeah, first right. episode right. of it. It was pretty good. It, I have a couple friends that, that swear by it. I, I need to watch it. They, I've heard I've heard people really like it. It sounds like we're all too busy gigging. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, great pick. Thanks. Man. All right. My fifth round pick. I think this is honestly one of the most quotable comedies of all time. I'm going to go with Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like, I know there's been a lot of serious movies on here, but I mean, like, how many times? I mean, you like, have you just heard, oh, he's all hopped up on Mountain Dew, dear, <laughs> sweet baby Jesus? You know, it's just like a classic comedy that will probably never die. 
And like, I think that's Will Ferrell's like top sports movie that he's like obviously made. And plus John C. Riley just makes it even better. And Sasha Barrico and being oh, yeah. the, the, the French IndyCar driver who is just <laughs> formula. Crepe in a pancake. <laughs> That's just them little tiny pancakes, isn't it? <laughs> As he's got him pinned to the ground. Yeah. So uh, yeah, my last pick is uh, Talladega Nights. So great, Rob. Fifth round, last well, one. Since some, you guys have done some of the heavy lifting for me and taking my picks off, so I'm. Let me look at my list here. Make sure I'm going to go. All right, I'm going to go with. Uh, Again, older than you guys, 70s. Muhammad Ali was a big deal. You know who else was a big fucking deal? Burt Reynolds. <laughs> longest yard. Oh, nice. One of the best. I don't know. My favorite football movie of all time. It has everything. It's like, it's like Shawshank meets Remember the Titans. It's filmed amazingly well. It's got one of the best, that last scene. Have, have you guys ever seen it? Who hasn't seen it? Did you see I've the seen it. Did you see the remake he did with Sandler and Burt Reynolds? No, I was going to ask. I never saw the remake. Okay, I it's, remake. it's yeah, I didn't see the remake. It's, it's not that great, but that last scene where he goes to grab the game ball, ugh, Eddie Albert's got his guy in the stand, you know, he's, and they won't he won't shoot him. Oh, it's just so it's so great. It's violent, irreverent. That's like the apex predator, cool seventies Burt Reynolds. Just Paul Crew doesn't get any better. The Mean Machine, Longest Yard, huzzah! Mm. Man, Rob has a uh, great. He's giving us homework. He has, he has. Cam, last pick, fifth round. Once again, do I go serious or do I go stupid? I'm going to go stupid. I'm going to say this because I know no one else has maybe even seen this movie, but I'm going to go with Little Big League. Yeah, dude, like Minnesota Twins, absolutely. I'm going to go with that like ten year old kid whose grandpa dies. And he yeah. and he becomes the owner of the oh twins, gosh, and wow. it's like this. It it feels like you think you're watching Rookie of the Year, but it ends up being like kind of this serious meditation about the responsibilities of people's careers and managing their families and all of that stuff. And uh, and I'm picking it just because it was a mid '90s movie and. Uh, the twins lose to the Mariners in the last game because they were the big bad Mariners who never went on to do anything in real life, but they were the they got they got to be the bad guys in one single there we go. movie. Yep. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That and uh, like Angels in the Outfield and Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Those three just they're all cut from the same cloth, but I feel like Little Big League um could kind of snuck in a little bit of a actual movie into their kids' movie. Cam, just remind me of that one. I'm probably going to go watch that later. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's on HBO. Oh, it is. Okay, I, that one, that one, uh, rookie of the year, and um, the other one you mentioned, those all kind of blur together to me. But that is the one where he, he was becomes, in the outfield. He becomes the owner, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's that. like, it's like you know, him and his grandpa like spouting a bunch of classic baseball facts. So it's kind of like a little bit inside baseball, but obviously it's wrapped up in a kid's movie. So it's still a 10 year old who owns the twins. Gotcha. It's so good. All right, Joey, fifth round, last pick for you. All right. Um, pretty proud of myself. Cause I'm only going to put one Rocky in there, but I, I, I gotta go. This is a, this is a, it's a, it's an eighties movie that I feel like is pretty polarizing. Um, 
my wife can't stand this movie. She doesn't understand it. I don't feel like I understand it all the way. It's weird. And I don't think uh, in some <laughs> aspects of it don't hold up as well. But if you get it, you get it. Uh, I got to go with Field of Dreams. Oh. Um, I watched it again the other night. I don't know if it's it's the buildup to knowing that it's all coming down to him getting to know his dad. But man, when he asked his dad, his dad, he asked his dad if he wants to have a catch. I mean, dude, waterworks it's, it's every time. Waterworks. How how does Bren not like this movie? That that is I, that's what I t- that's what I told her. It, she's like, it's confusing. Like, what is the? She's like, it's it's long and confusing, and I feel like it doesn't end in a good way. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He gets to like me? have a catch with his dad. That is one of the most existentially beautiful. I agree. Sports metaphor movies. I, I mean, it, it has. Uh, tell your. But guys, to side to side with Joey's wife, I just watched this movie last month. The ending. We're only talking about the ending, and the ending is phenomenal, especially for men. We all have daddy issues, and everybody wants to play catch with their dad again. The second act of that movie is so historically boring yeah. and drawn out. It just <laughs> like it doesn't work as a movie. It, yeah. it, he's conv- he's convincing James Earl Jones for like a solid forty minutes. Yeah, and see, it just I love like that part. I disagree. It doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere, but it's like mixed with that yeah. and like what in the history of cinema must be the most understanding wife character ever written. Oh, who totally, just like totally, honey, I love you. Yeah, you bankrupt the family. Do what you got to do. I had the same. I had the same dream as you did. As he puts him into bankruptcy, yeah, um, that was kind of in like to me. That was Costner's wheelhouse of where he was like he was just on fire, you know, with everything he was in. Yeah. It was great. Um, I, I totally agree. It, it, again, it's not one of those where it's like there are still parts of it where when like was that actually real? Did he really see that? Was that? Mm-hmm. Um, but I love, I mean, dude, I, I was laughing the other night when he, when he, James Earl Jones, when he just like, when he says he has a gun in his jacket and he just picks up the crowbar and he goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to beat you with this crowbar. And then he asks him if he wants to sit and he goes, I have the DVD. I haven't seen cookies? it. He's just such an asshole to him. And he, and he, and he sees the, the Moonlight Graham thing at the baseball game, but he doesn't tell him until he steps in front of his van. Um, but then it's I'd got the I weird red. That. I love that. Oh, it's I, got the redhead guy from uh, was that thirty something? He was in. He's like the brother. Oh, oh, yeah, he just uh, plays the Tim, asshole. Um, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Also, that I will say that scene where the doctor comes over the, he comes from being the baseball player until being the doctor. Burt Lancaster. Yep. Um, yes, that's pretty awkward because her brother. I mean, he's an asshole, but he like basically picks her up and shakes her. And then he kind of accidentally lets it go over and she falls down and the wife goes, I'm going to call emergency. And he goes, Kevin Costner says, wait. And maybe it's because I'm a dad, but the whole time I'm thinking like, this is too long. She's yeah. choking, she's hurt. And you're saying to wait for the doctor to become the doctor, but it still is great, man. I mean, the, the, I, I've never been to, there's been talk of if we're around there on tour when we go out again in 2029, going to see the um, where the actual Field of Dreams is. I think they were supposed to have a game there this year, weren't they? Like an actual... I thought I heard they were supposed to have a Major League Baseball game there. Um, but I would like to go see it someday. It's a metaphor, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> People All will right. come. People would most definitely come. 
All right. Just to recap, Joey had Rocky, Rudy, remember the Titans, Hoosiers and field of dreams. Cam had a league of their own, uh, miracle warrior, raging bull, little big league. Rob had Caddyshack, bad news bears. When we were Kings, the natural and the, the longest yard. I had the blind side, Sandlot, Moneyball, Varsity Blues, and Talladega Knights. Scott Quintana had Major League, Happy Gilmore, the Mighty Ducks, one, Jerry Maguire, and the Karate Kid. So <laughs> it's kind of hard to tell who wins this draft, but man, do like a few of those go deep? I think we all win. Yeah, I think so. Before we go, Joey wanted to give our uh, guilty pleasure sports movie. So uh, Joey, do you want to start? Sure. I got I to gotta say this one because I'm afraid it's going to get taken. Space Jam. Um, Space Jam. I, <laughs> what was the other one that was? It was was it, it was with Shaq and it was was it Nick Nolte? Oh, it's Blue Chips. Blue Chips. That's not mine. That's not mine. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give you guys some audio, and you you just guess what it is. And I guess the listeners won't have the visual, but you guys can see. Oh, it's over the top. Oh yeah, over the top. Over the mother effing top, man. That movie, 1987, I think Norm MacDonald said it best when he said, you got to love any movie that, that combines a custody battle with arm wrestling. Um, <laughs> it's like, what, what do you say? It's like, it's when I, like when I turn my hat around. You know, it's like a switch. Face around. It's like yeah. a switch, like a machine. Again, that's when Stallone was at his absolute peak. It's like a yeah. year or two after Cobra. I think the same, one year after Rocky IV, like he's on fire. It's awesome. And that, that tournament was real. It was called over the top. They had it at the Hilton, like all the, all the, the footage and the set and everything was real. That's where they had the, that's where they had the arm wrestling tournament. Um, it's awesome. I mean, they got the guy, he's like drinking motor oil before the, before the match. <laughs> Have you guys seen it in a while? Go watch. I have the DVD. Yeah. I, I, I had a college roommate who was obsessed with it. I, I mean, I, I freaking love it. Like, it's only 90. It's it's one of those, like, if you don't like it, just hold on. Cause there's probably only 30 minutes left. It's 90 <laughs> minutes. Um, the soundtracks, the soundtrack is so eighties and awesome. Sammy Hagar. It's, it's fantastic. When I was a kid, I was in fourth grade when that movie came out, whatever movie I saw, I was like this with karate kid, Rocky. I wanted to be whatever it was. So naturally I wanted to be an arm wrestler so for career day, we had to go interview someone who we wanted to be there to their career. And so my mom took me to this truck driving school because I wanted at the time I wanted to be a truck driver and uh, arm wrestle, um, which I'm, I totally have the body and the build to be an arm wrestler. Um, but I should have stuck with truck driving. I feel like it would have been a little more profitable than professional musician. Um, <laughs> that's it over the top. <laughs> All right, Cam, uh, guilty pleasure movie. Oh God, um, I'm going to say two really fast. Uh, nobody said it. I think the best Disney kids sports movie. I'm going to say better than Mighty Ducks. I'm going to say better than Remember the Titans. I'm going to say Cool Runnings. Oh yeah, oh, Cool Runnings yes. is a very oh. is just a wonderfully smooth, fast, and enjoyable sports movie with a hell of a finale and uh, a lot of. Uh, rewriting history in order to make it a wonderful family film. The <laughs> other one I'm going to say uh, is not a hill that I'm going to die on because I haven't seen it since I was 12. But you know those movies that you weirdly watch a thousand times when you're a kid and you just don't really know why, but that would be Mr. Baseball, the one where Tom Selleck 
um, is a washed up MLB player oh, and he moves to Japan. Japan. That's a great move. Yeah. <laughs> I love that move. Forgot about that one. Yeah. The shooto pitch. Yeah. Damn, dude. Cool. Cool. Rennings was on my list. Yeah. That was it. When his dad like reveals the he's got the Jamaica oh. shirt on. Oh, I, do you guys notice that like all of this just has to do with fathers accepting their sons <laughs> at the end of these dad. movies? Yeah, yeah. Totally. So we went to Jamaica a couple years ago for our anniversary. It was back when we had money, and uh, we got in the we got in the van. Like I couldn't be more white American coming to Jamaica. And so we're like driving, the guy's taking us to our hotel. And of course, I have to ask about Cool Running. I said, do people always ask you about Cool Running? And he goes, Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. <laughs> be awesome. Oh, holy shit. All right, Rob, guilty pleasure movie. Uh, the Replacements. Yeah. Oh. It's a good one. Hackman is coach. Probably the best, cheesiest line what is Keanu? Keanu Reeves is so bad in this movie, but he's it, it, even when he's bad, he's great. When they're in the huddle and he goes, pain heals, chicks dig scars, glory lasts forever. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's good. That's good writing right there. That's a great movie. Good cast, but kind of That's just good writing. Yeah, good cast, kind of cheesy, but you know, you get you get Hackman as a coach again. I am an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Good movie. Sweet. Scott, a guilty pleasure movie. I don't know if I ever feel guilty about it, but childhood movie, I I think my mom will attest that I'm surprised the tape didn't wear out. We've rented it every week. Rad. BMX movie. Oh, oh. I was going to say rad, man. Yes. Uh, Aunt Becky. Great what movie. a movie. Um, great dance scene right in the middle of it. Um. <laughs> Kind of along the lines, not trying to win his father's approval, trying to win his mother's approval. I guess he wasn't trying to, but he did. He defied her to prove himself. That so Aunt Becky, yeah. Lori Laughlin, Lori Laughlin. So R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Uh, what what was her? Because I know she was like the hot. I mean, she's she's held up pretty well. What what was her role in that? Was she because she wasn't she like teaching him tricks or like she was like a former him? champion or something, wasn't she? Oh, maybe so. I need to watch. I haven't seen that one in a long time. And do they do a do they like dance on bikes together or am I make did I yeah. make that up? They go to a, <laughs> like do. a okay. high school gymnasium and do like a little dance battle on their bikes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very real. That um Rad fits into a perfect like subcategory of those like not popular sports movies of that era, along with North Shore and Airborne. Yes. I don't know if you guys ever saw Airborne, Airborne the yeah. uh, the Cincinnati uh, rollerblading movie starring Jack Black hmm. and Seth Green. A great song choice too, and that bike dancing. Send me an angel. Oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Send me an angel was also in the wizard. Ah, oh, that would have been another good one. Yeah. This video. Do you guys remember yeah. the wizard with Fred? I, I, I was good. I thought that would be controversial to bring that up, which is the movie that turns out at the end was just a promotion for super Mario brothers three. Totally. <laughs> and another having issues with his dad. There we go. So I yep. obviously loved that movie growing up because I was a child to play video games, but a couple of years ago we did a show and Jenny Lewis opened for us and 
our band and her band all went out to dinner, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't put two and two together that that was her. And I'm glad because I probably would have spent the rest of the night asking her about <laughs> that movie. Like, yeah, don't say it. Don't say it. You're like, tell me about yeah. the power glove. Yeah. It's so How do you get it to work so well? Every time I try it, it's bullshit. <laughs> My guilty pleasure movies. Uh, uh, I actually have two just quickly. Um, the first one is semi pro Will yeah. Ferrell. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Basketball movie. Oh, yeah. The, was that Flint? The Flint tropics. Flint tropics. Yeah. Uh, and plus like love me sexy, uh, hit recording artist, Jackie moon. And, uh, <laughs> I just think that movie is absolutely hilarious. And then like my other one, uh, like, I don't know if a snowboarding movie counts, but, uh, like, out cold. Oh man. That was a college staple for me. Yeah. Out cold. I've never, um, I never even heard of that. When you never heard, heard of Alcold? It's uh, it's like early two thousands. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Okay, I'm writing um, it down. You're writing it down. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna blow your mind, but uh, it's definitely like a, you know, kind of stoner comedy esque snowboarding movie. Yeah, I mean, like, I just think it's really funny. It's just like this old, or I mean, like this uh, family. You know, I mean, like has their uh, like mountain sold to like a big like what. Uh, but just like a D- developer, yeah, like whatever else, just to just have this big ski mound that like everybody can come to. And it's like, Oh no, we're going to, we're going to get it back. And then they end up doing that. And so is yeah, that what that did South Park borrow that idea when they did the whole, life? no, that was, that was okay. from better off dead. Yeah. It's the same, uh, to <laughs> yeah. save the rec center. <laughs> but that, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, that's always, you know, it's a good sports movie when it's just like, there has to be, you know, there's a race to determine something at the end. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you're like their race. I mean, like at midnight, like whenever they would just fill up their beer steins and then like the person that had the most beer in their stein at the bottom just wins. But yeah. then like that just means they just have to chug their beer. So it really doesn't matter when's getting fucked up. <laughs> it's great. So, uh, yeah, I think this ends our draft episode. Did, Rob, wait, did you oh. say your guilty pleasure, Rob? Oh, Rob. Yeah, I did. The replacements. Yeah, the replacements. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It was that forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> It's that that replacement that guilty pleasurable. I gotta say, if we're gonna give an MVP, like I think we all have good lists, but I think Rob's is like Rob's is very well thought out and like it, yes. it's given proper attention to. Like mine follows a very specific pattern, and I feel like Rob's is like I I put I wrote some down from Rob's that I need to go back and watch again. So well done, Rob. Yeah. I'm serious. Has, has everybody good job, seen, Rob. Has anybody seen When We Were Kings? Has nobody seen it? I, I have seen it no. once a long time ago. It is, I'm going to watch it again. Uh, both of those and and Hoop Dreams, both probably two of the best sports documentaries ever made. Fantastic. Definitely seen Hoop Dreams. Um, and watching, I rewatched Hoop Dreams oh, Murder Ball. a have couple weeks Murder ago. Ball? Murder Ball is oh, great. Not seen Murder Ball. So good. So yeah, I think that wraps up this week's episode, the Thanksgiving draft edition of One More Pass. Go to Twitter at One More Pass. We are at one more pass on Instagram as well. Rate and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you get your podcast. And uh, yeah, Cam, Scott, thanks so much for joining us this week. It's been awesome. Thanks, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for having us. Let's go down the list. Joey, do you, do you have anything to say to our loyal pass receivers? Cam, that's Scott. That's what we call the people who listen to our podcast. That's fun. The, 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 <laughs> the uh, pass the, receivers. The, the four people that... Yeah, Jackson, I please request. Um, no, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, be safe. Keep wearing your mask, please. We'd love to go back to work eventually. Rob, what do you have to say to our loyal listeners? Thanks for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Chick, dick, scars. Glory lasts forever. <laughs>
Cam, do you have anything to say? Uh, I mean, I like Joey's. I'm a big fan of masks. Wear those so we can start playing music again. Um, and uh, go Seahawks. I think our defense <laughs> looks fantastic. <Joey. laughs> we, need to, we need to have Cam back on when we're talking about sports. We should. <laughs> I'm I'm only going to argue from a purely emotionally gut reaction place, which is, you know, most sports shows and sports podcasts are just yelling anyway. So yes. like I can do that. Yeah. We need to start yelling at each other more. Yep. Yeah. Like, Cause I think we agree too often, you know, like with each other's opinions and that never makes for a good, a uh, good podcast or a show. Yeah, we, need, we need some tension, some good, some well-manufactured tension. Yeah. sexual tension that, oh there's plenty of that no that's oh, there there's plenty of that yeah. <laughs> absolutely palpable Scott uh, do you have a word to say to our listeners I really don't but I'm happy to be here <laughs> <laughs> he's a man of few words yeah and, and on that note we'll see y'all next week bye bye <laughs>